Hello, everybody. Welcome and welcome back to the Kingdom Talk podcast, where we let the one who created us be the one to define us. Okay, I don't know about y'all, but I am still trying to process the last episode. Um, This is part two from the last episode. I was listening to it because here's the thing. I listen to my pods. Uh, my episodes, um, because I be preaching to myself. I told y'all this. I I listen to myself because I feel like when I turn that mic on, sometimes God moves, and not even sometimes, all the time. No matter how small and not, no matter how big, God moves, and I I don't completely understand it. So I have to go back and listen because I be preaching. I be preaching to myself. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, um. Yeah, I kind of just woke up really late today, kind of just slept in, and first thing on my mind was this episode um, when I woke up, and I just started to listen to what we were touching on last time, and and we talked about several things, one of them being purity, um, and we talked a lot about how purity of the heart is more important than anything else now what does that even look like to begin with um having a pure heart in my opinion in my perspective and what I've learned so far um number one is having a heart that is open and having a heart that is clear I feel like some of us, we keep secrets and we keep um, things to ourselves in isolation and and we don't really want to talk about it. And sometimes, not not even sometimes, when we do leave things in our hearts and we leave them unattended, what happens is that it either manifests or it intensifies. If you're not paying attention to something that is bothering you more times than not it's going to get bigger because it's trying to get your attention and you do have the power but it will make you feel like you have the power because it will it will make you feel like you don't have the power because it'll be really really overwhelming um and so before it gets big i feel like some of the things we go through and the emotions we face is our body just trying to tell us, hey, like, can you see what's happening? Like, you are angry right now and it's okay. You are sad right now and it's okay. You are um, feeling anxious right now and it's okay. But don't leave it there because when you leave it there, it intensifies. So pure, having purity of the Holy Spirit is having an open heart, meaning that when you do have that that stuff going on you have to keep yourself light what does that mean number one understanding that you're dependent and you rely on your dependency on christ we cannot deal with stuff that we go through in our lives alone we just can't and some of us don't have the privilege of having um, parents who get us and understand us some of us don't have the privilege of going to a church that has good mentors you know some of us are still church hurt who knows excuse me there's so many things that play into that and one thing that we can rely on 100 100 
is the Holy Spirit. And understanding that he is who he needs to be to us in different times and seasons of our lives. He, he is what we need him to be, um, is what I'm trying to say. And so I, thinking about the whole purity aspect of my heart, I always have to do heart checks on me because checking in on myself is important because if I don't, then I'm going to end up self-sabotaging or putting myself in a cycle because that's where my like that's where I feel that I, I I'm certain you know what I'm saying like just that's where I feel like safe because I know I've been here before <laughs> um but keeping your heart pure is keeping your heart open to be seen and to be dealt with um and not even dealt with in a bad way but dealt with in like just like bringing it to Christ and um, talking to people that are closest to you because I never knew this but I was listening to Tim Ross's um, podcast and I think it was the second latest one because I think he uploads every Wednesday and I think it was the one from last Wednesday and he talked about how um, cleansing and cleansing comes from when we take our issues to Christ and we kind of you know, forgiveness and cleansing. Yeah, we kind of just let it go. We kind of just talk about it. But then healing of particular things in our lives comes from um, confessing our sins to each other, meaning confessing your sins to somebody else, not just Holy Spirit, because that's where the healing comes from. I did not come prepared with that so I forgot what verse he mentioned but he did take that from the bible and so I urge everyone y'all if you're not listening to the basement what is you doing like oh my gosh it has been such a blessing to me and I am just so happy that we have somebody in this world called Tim Ross because he is a blessing to our generation don't even get me started on how much i love this man um i just i'm so grateful for him so yes 100 percent, he is prophecy approved <laughs> that's a thing um and i urge everyone who listens to me or tunes into the pod to also go listen to him because he is so anointed and um i just honor him and i thank god for his existence and so yeah he talked about that and in some of the healing that we come comes from our healing comes from confessing our sins to one another so i would hope that you find someone who you can talk to and um ask god to help you or ask god to bring you someone if you don't really have anyone um because i know what that feels like when you're alone but i don't want to jump Dang, I just kind of like went into it like, okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so today we are doing a continuation of the last episode. God preserving us is God honoring us. And last time we talked about, um, I think what we left on was what's that one thing that you feel like you can never get freed from and what's that one thing that you feel helpless to and 
everything else God is changing and everything God is everything else God is moving your life but what is that one thing that feels like it's never going to change and that's where we left on and I hope you had some time to ponder on that because we're going to dive into um the second part of this episode and I'm going to start with something very simple but I'm going to break it down um we had left on our belief system and how what we believe we walk in what we believe about ourselves and that ties in perfectly to what I'm about to say God preserving you God is preserving you because he honors you but he's also preserving you because he wants to make you honorable oof Holy Spirit, help me. So, he starts with our belief system, obviously. Because what we believe about ourselves, we will walk in. And what we walk in, we become. But when God wants to make you honorable, yes, he purifies your heart. But he also has to change your belief system. Um... And he has to change your belief system. How? First, by allowing you to see what is in your belief system and to help you understand why you believe what you believe and now to show you a different path to believing stuff about yourself. And this is how he makes you honorable. Um, I do not want to say this, but Holy Spirit just want me to say it. I'm finna say it. Um, God knows that he has to make you honorable behind closed doors. And he has to make you honorable in front of people. To make you honorable is to... How do I say this, Holy Spirit? To make you honorable is to infuse characteristics in you that are in complete alignment with God's characteristics. In complete alignment with the Holy Spirit's characteristics. Um, And these are just fruits of the Holy Spirit. Um, Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness faithfulness, humility, and self-control. Now, when God is preserving you to make you honorable, he does these through seasons. Seasons of separation and isolation. Um, That's where God builds your character. And your character produces ability. So let's break that down for a second. We had talked about God preserving you as God making you honorable, right? Um, to make you honorable is to build your character by infusing your heart and mind with the belief systems of the Holy Spirit. Now, before he even infuses that, in the pre- in the pruning season, which is also known as could be known as a separation season, an isolation season. Obviously, there's specifics to it, but I'm gonna go with pruning season. Because I feel like that is the most um, clear way I can describe it. So pruning season. 
I take it back to the Bible where God um, talks about how he prunes every branch that doesn't bear fruit. He cuts off every branch that doesn't bear fruit. And he, um, what's the other thing that he does? Basically paraphrasing is that he cuts off every branch that doesn't bear fruit. And the ones that do, do bear fruit, he, um, he, he builds, right? He, um, plants, he, he pours more water so they can grow. Um, and that's where I get the, the understanding of the pruning season. Now the pruning season is where you're in isolation not isolation, let me say separation because isolation is different from separation. But you are separated solely because God is trying to work on you. He is trying to work on your character because he knows that if he is going to send you before people, you have to represent who he is. So he has to make you honorable, not just for you, not just to honor you, but so his people can be able to put their trust in you because God works in very many different ways. In particular to everyone's calling, there's something he is calling you to do, right? Everyone's destiny has God's handprint on it. It is literally wrapped in God like a tapestry, like we are God's plan um, for this world. And so in every plan, you don't have to worry about how God's going to use you. You just have to know that he is going to use you. Um, How he's going to use you is none of your business. You just have to obey and let him prune you. And so in the pruning process, he builds your character. And in your character, he builds integrity. He builds the ability to be gentle. He builds the ability to be empathetic. He builds in you the ability to be truthful in every single thing, in every single area of your life. Not just before people, but behind closed doors. He builds in you the ability to have discipline, right? To say no is no and yes is yes. He builds in you the ability to say no. He builds in you the ability to be miss. Ooh, that is so good. He builds in you the ability to to be okay with being misunderstood. Why? Because he knows that automatically the enemy and the one governing this world, who is the enemy, does not like you, right? The enemy does not, he hates us because we are an extension of Christ, right? So obviously he knows that, God knows that when we go into the world, there is going to be rejection. There is going to be people who are literally committed to misunderstanding you, to twisting your words, to um, um, committed to just breaking you. Because they may not even know why they're trying, but but they, they don't even know why they're trying to break you. But they but the enemy is using them because they're in the world, right? They're unbelievers. They're people who don't really succumb to or subscribe to this whole reality of Christ, right? And so this is God making you honorable because honor is about seeing the value of something 
And honor is about understanding the value of something. So there's also seeing and there's understanding of it. Because when you understand it, then you're not going to take it lightly because you understand the meaning behind its value. And so when God is trying to make you honorable and he's trying to build you, he is producing in you the ability, right? And before he even produces in you the ability, he has to uproot in you the beliefs that you had about yourself. And this is where things get tough. I mean, God shows you yourself. He shows you the nastiness of your attitude, your character. He shows you how cruel you have been to your inner child and how you have been so hard on yourself. He shows you how you have treated people badly. He shows you how you have walked in pride and walked in arrogance. Like he reveals to you, you. And that's where a lot of people say, nope, I can't do this. I am not a bad human being. We try to defend ourselves. But God is not showing us. He's not calling us out so we can run away from him. He's calling us out so he can pull us in. Oof, that even rhymed. <laughs> I don't know the Holy Spirit trying to make me a rapper. I mean, I can, you know, I can, I can spill or something. But God is calling us out so he can draw us in. He's not calling us out so he, we, can, we, we can run away from him. He's not showing us us because he wants us to be disgusted or ashamed or, or um, you know, just, just hide in that guilt. He's showing us us so we can understand that without him, we are prone to being um people of these kinds of attitudes and characteristics because we live in a world that is governed by the flesh right and he is trying to reveal to us hey you're prone to being like people of this world because of the fact you live in a, because of the fact that you live in this world and this world is prone to influencing you right so god preserving you is god honoring you and God putting you in these seasons of separation is God helping you understand that without him, you can't really be the fullest of who he's called you to be. You can't fully achieve your potential. And so you need him. We all do need him. And for me, um, separating myself looked like saying goodbyes to um, my best friend. Um, it was, she was the only person, like really the only truly hardcore best friend I've ever had. I, she, she helped me understand the meaning of, of having a best friend. And I didn't really know why God was telling me to separate myself from her. Um, and I held on to the fact that God didn't tell me how long. Cause I thought that when he said, you know, just kind of like, I just need you to step away. Um, I didn't know he was telling me to step away like forever. I just knew he was telling me to step away for a little bit. So I was like, oh, if it's, if it's for a little bit, that's fine. You know, she might have died. Like we're going to come back together, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I didn't understand it. But when God did tell me to separate myself, looking back now, I understand what he meant. Because he wanted to put me in a season of separation. And he wanted me to 
be able to understand who I am without having the luxury of having someone by my side that I could come to my problems first with or or running running to for my issues you know what I'm saying like he wanted me to be only with him so that if I did have an issue I could form the habit of taking it to him he wanted to be the first person to understand and to hear me out right and even now when I am going through something the first person I go to is not my friends it's not um my mom or my mentors the first person that I go to with my issues is God um I bring him what I'm feeling and forming that habit is important so that's just like one of the things that I learned in the pruning season like and I'm still learning because in every season I'm still being pruned um and so we have to allow God to do that because if we keep running away from him trying to work in us and trying to uproot the things that don't bear fruit the things that are nasty the things that are that we feel are shameful if we don't let him do that then we're going to be stuck in a cycle of doing the same thing over and over again and so i just actually just said this god honors you in private but he has to make you honorable in the eyes of man because if you if he's going to send you out he has to know that he can trust you and he has to um let people know that they can trust you because you are in him and you are submitted to him to make you honorable is to make you trustworthy oh my god <laughs> i just said this um i'm reading from my notes if you guys are kind of like wondering what's going on um because when God sends you out to his people, he has to make sure that your heart posture is secure. Wow. Okay. So heart posture is important. And that's why I talked about earlier about doing heart checks, checking in on your heart. Because if you don't check in on your heart, intentionally checking in on your heart, you're going to find yourself in times where you have been holding on to something that happened weeks ago, right? And so before God sends you out to people, he has to make sure that your heart posture is secure in him so that when you do make mistakes, um, when you do fall, right, um, where do you go? Where is your heart submitted to? What is your heart submitted to? Like, what is your heart governed by? And so he has to make sure that your heart posture is secure, is positioned. So posture is just, just means positioning right? That your heart is positioned in him so that when things happen and things hit the fan, right? You have your heart positioned to him. So he is with you and you can go to him in your times of need. And even in the times that you don't really need to go to him, but because you're dependent on him, you acknowledge that even the things that you think you don't need, you do need because they're coming from the purest of places and they're coming from someone in some they're coming from a glory and a power that knows the ultimate best right knows the best outcome the best direction the best instruction to give and so um god building you he's also building your spiritual maturity so this is something else that happens when you are in 
the pruning season and God takes you to through to a separation season. He is trying to build your spiritual maturity because he wants to cut out the distractions in your life. Because if he never cuts out the voices in your life, meaning the the voices of culture, the voices of friends, the voices of um life that you're you're never going to build um and you're never going to mature in him. And so um Spiritual maturity is important because spiritual maturity also um, matures your discernment. So God needs to build your character because he wants to build your spiritual maturity and he wants to build, he wants to heighten your discernment. He wants to make the Holy Spirit so in tune with you that you have the ability to hear um, and sense when something is wrong. He wants to give you that sensitivity to um, the Holy Spirit. And so God building you is God building your vulnerability. Um, When God builds your vulnerability, he's giving you the choice to be free in your weakness. Wow, that is heavy. Um, He's giving you the choice to be free in your weakness. Vulnerability um, is a very touchy thing that we don't like to talk about a lot. And that's because vulnerability is the real raw self of who we are. It's our feelings, um, you know, physically shown or not shown. It's it's what we feel in our heart. Vulnerability is something that sometimes we think is just it. it it's just weakness, right? Some of us associate vulnerability with something that is less of or is weak. It's just a weaker part of who we are, but. When God is building your vulnerability, he's building your understanding that your vulnerability is your strength because your vulnerability produces empathy and your vulnerability produces gentleness. Because if you see that you need gentleness when you're vulnerable, then you're going to be able to have the sensitivity to see that somebody else needs that gentleness when they're vulnerable, right? So He's building your vulnerability because he wants you to be okay with being vulnerable. He wants you to associate vulnerability with strength because vulnerability is strength. It is the the courage to be the most weak version of yourself because you understand that in your weakness, God is his most powerful, right? Um, In your humanity, God God is the most sovereign. And so... um. When God is building your vulnerability, he's also doing that for you. And he's also doing that for the people that he wants you to impact and the people he's going to entrust you with. He's building your patience. God is building your submission. He's building your emotional capacity. He's building your ability to say no. And he's building your spiritual understanding and so on. So there's so much that goes into when you are being um preserved when you are being pruned and when you are separated this is just but the few things that i could come up on my come up with on my own but i can speak firsthand to everything that i'm saying right now um because i understand fully how um what it means to be separated um and i may not have all the answers but this little map that God has drawn me has helped me to understand um, 
that there is there is a meaning to everything that happens in our lives and there's a meaning to what he tells us to do there's a reason why he tells us something there's a reason why he asks us to obey him when we do something or when he wants us to do something because obedience is the most important part of your walk with Christ if not the important part like it it's one of the most important things if not the most important things um in your walk with God because God um I was listening to Mike Todd and he said obedience isn't easy but it's really simple um and I think when he elaborated more on that what I took from that is that obedience isn't easy but it's 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 just it's as simple as it can ever be and so because it's simple the decision is simple it may not be simple um it may not be easy because obviously you might be asked to step into a version of yourself that you have never seen a version of yourself that you don't understand a version of yourself that you feel incapable of it may not be easy in that sense or in any other sense right but it is simple in the sense that it's just a yes or a no. And so um, when God is preserving you, he is honoring who is he is making you to become. And he is honoring you by building your character and building your ability to make you honorable. Right. And he honors you because he sees your value and he sees the capacity of which you can build and become and be built and and um be made to become right and so when we are in seasons that we don't completely understand i want you to have the comfort of allowing him or allowing yourself have the comfort of allowing yourself to let it go and to just be and obey and just follow some of the things that I learned in my season of separation is that there's a lot of things that I didn't understand when it came to my emotions. I didn't I didn't understand why I was crying. I didn't understand why I was angry. Um, but in the moments where I didn't understand, one thing that I did that helped me um, be more submissive is just to let it go and to rest and to know that if I don't understand, I that I don't have to understand, right? I'm not, it's not a must. My my transformation is not dependent on me understanding everything that I'm going through. My transformation is dependent on him knowing everything that I'm going through. And because he is the author, he knows the beginning to the end, right? Because he has seen, he has seen my whole life ahead of me because he goes before me i don't have to have i don't have to give myself that responsibility i don't have to give myself that um that how do i say like that intense intensity of having to know everything about me i can just be okay with letting it go and resting in my father and being okay with the uncertainty because that is faith, right? Walking in what is unseen, right? That is faith. And so um, because God sees your fullest potential to be who he's called you to be, he wants to make sure that he shows you what you are capable of doing with him. And this is what happens in the transformation and in the pruning separation season, right? Where he has to show you 
that yeah i know you i've called you and i know you feel incapable i know you feel like you can't do this but i want to show you what we're capable of doing together because walking with god is not it's not a one person thing it's a partnership right when you're walking with god it is a partnership and so i'm gonna read you guys um i think it was second corinthians 4 so i'm gonna just open that real quick um, my brother's singing. <laughs> That's what happens when all all the people Mama gave birth to were singers. Um, Second Corinthians four, verse seventeen to eighteen. For our light and momentary troubles. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an internal, an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. That's a whole word. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. <laughs> Let me not start on that because that's a whole word. Verse 18. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary but what is unseen is eternal. God is building you not just because he wants to use you, but he's also building you because he wants you to experience him. God cares more about what he does in you than what he does through you. You are his very first priority. But you're the one who has to decide if you want to accept that or not. He can still use you. But there won't be any true transformation in you. Because like we talked about in our last podcast, in our last episode. Sometimes, not even sometimes, God still uses us even when he is not pleased with us because of who we have become in the world. But that doesn't stop him from using you. God can use anyone in anything. That's his power. But that's, I don't, I don't, okay, I'm not going to say that's what he prefers or not. But I think, I think God prefers it when he can work also through you. When he can work in you before he works through you. Right, I think it prefers to transform you and not just use you. Actually, yeah, I think God prefers that. Because God's ultimate, one of God's ultimate goals is to bring you closer to him. And it's such a simple understanding, but some of us make it so complicated. It's just simple as God pulling you back to him. 
because our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory us being pruned and being um, molded right we have an eternal richness that is not from this world we have riches to inherit because who he's building us right now and the things that we have to leave behind the things that we have to sacrifice are building for us a richness our inheritance in heaven that far outweighs what it is that we are leaving here right because as christians and as a true follower as a true person who is submitted to christ we are going to live again. This is not the last time you live, right? But this is a time where we live under the govern, govern, governing of the darkness, the world of the darkness. But this doesn't change the fact that God is still king. And so influence he can give, right? He, influence he can give, fame he can give, but he has to give it from a place of purity and you have to receive it from a place of purity because if not then it's gonna pervert you really quick right and we have to fix our eyes on what is unseen because the unseen is faith the unseen is the potential the unseen is what god is building in you but if you focus on how bad you're feeling and how this is hard you're not going to be able to have a heart posture that is fully at peace and god wants you to be at peace but you're not going to be at peace because you're going to be focusing on things that are gonna go right so building your focus on eternal glory and seeing, fixing your eyes on him, fixing your eyes on Christ and what he is doing in you is far much better than focusing on the everyday troubles of your life because that's going to steal your peace because you're not you're not going to be able to understand it. But when you're submitted, you're going to understand that it's okay to not understand it because you have a king that knows it all and understands it all, right? And he builds these things because he wants to ensure that your heart posture towards him is secure, right? We talked about the security of your heart and the security of what is in your heart. And I urge everyone to continue to do heart checks because doing a heart checks check, whether it's with God or with someone that you fully trust and someone that you think that you can really be vulnerable with it's so important i mean just checking in on your heart is so important and being honest and being open and being okay with being held accountable okay i'm looking for this verse really quick proverbs 4 verse 23 Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. So God wants us to guard our heart. How? By making sure that our heart posture is secure in him. That our heart posture, that the positioning of our heart isn't in him. Our positioning of our heart is in him. It's secure. It's safe. Matthew 2 
Matthew 22, verse 14. Many are called, but few are chosen. I'm going to end with saying this. God calls many of us, but many are chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. The reason why few are chosen, because few are willing to go through the processing of God. Because God, when God calls you, he can't just take you to the nations. He can't just send you out. He has to prune you. But that's the part that we don't like. But that's the part that's the most necessary. It's the most important. And so for today's EP, finishing up part two of this episode, or I don't even know what to call it, a series. I want you to ponder and think on that for a minute and ask yourself, what is God saying to you? Is he calling you? Does he want you to separate yourself? Does he want you to be more aligned with him? Y'all, I'm so sorry. Give me a second. My mom's about to come inside my room right now. (laughs) I can hear her asking about me. Y'all, I'm sorry. I recorded at such a bad time. But I want you to think about that and I want you to ponder on that because it's so important and it's needed. And now I'm going to go because my mom's about to come in my room. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Mom, I'm recording. Bye, guys. Love you.